Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. This book is not good for you. Chapter. Chapter. It is. Chapter chapter? 31. Chocolate, she wrote. And it is book three. Secret series by Pseudonymous Bosch. Finally, you don't have to ask me the questions. Good job. Okay, chapter 31. Chocolate, she wrote. Okay. A pair of large hand, large gloved hands threw casts into a cement floor of an old animal cage and closed the iron bars without with an angry clang. Barely, Cass recognized a large lumbering jailer as Daisy, Mrs. Mavis's toughest and most loyal servant. Had Daisy recognized Cass earlier after all? Had she just been playing her part in conspiring to get Cass to eat the chocolate? The answer, judging by Daisy's smug, self-satisfied ex- expression, was yes. What a sucker I am, Cass thought bitterly. She had to come rescue her mother, and she'd succeeded only in getting imprisoned, imprisoned herself. Without saying anything, Daisy took the position as guard in front of Cass's cage. A ring of keys hung from Daisy's hip, tantalizingly out of reach. Thinking about ways that she could possibly snatch it, Cass fell back asleep. An hour or so later, she stirred. A girl about her own age, hovering over her, Hi, have you eaten the chocolate? Yes, she asked with a thick French accent. Yeah, how did you know? Your eyes, they do this. She rolled in the back of her head, so only the whites showed. It's a good trick, said Cass, punishing herself. You could really make up, make somebody think you're unconscious or crazy or something. You could, it could be useful in an emergency if somebody took you prisoner. But I am a prisoner, said Simone, not fully understanding. My name's Simone. Hi, I'm Cass. Simone looked at her in surprise. Cass? Like Cassandra? Yeah, why is that so weird? You're the daughter of Melanie. Suddenly, Cass bolted right up. You know my mom? Simone nodded. She's a very nice lady. For one day, she lived with me. She helped me speak English. Then they moved her because they didn't want us to be friends. Cass grabbed Simone's wrist. Where is she now? She's in, she is in jail also. There. Simone pointed with her free hand to the cement wall next to them. She's next door? Cass couldn't contain, her, contain herself any longer. She moved over to the bars and shouted as loud as she could, Mom! For a moment, there was no response. And then... A tentative voice. Cass? Yeah, I'm right next door. A tear rolled down Cass's cheek. She was relieved that her mother was alive and so sad that they were both prisoners. What are you doing here, sweetheart? Did they take you too? Are you okay? Her mother sounded sick with worry. I'm fine, Mom. Mom, she'd said it without thinking, as if it were all she ever called her. And Cass, and Cass decided right then and there that's all she would ever call her in the future. Quiet, Daisy shouted, hitting their cage doors as she walked past them. I'm going to eat my lunch now. If I hear another word, I'm putting my mamba in there with you. You'll survive just long enough for your mother to hear you scream. Well, at least she learned something from Miss Mavius. 
Mavius cast reflected how to issue a good threat. Simone muttered something in French that Cass took meant she knew what Daisy said. Oh, I can handle Daisy. I have before, Cass boasted. Simone shrugged, pointing across the yard. Daisy now sitting down with a bench of her with a bench her back to the cages was adorned with long green snake hissing it slithered up her shoulder and around her neck it glared menacingly at Cass Daisy nuzzled the back of the snake's head and then offered it as her sandwich do you want a little yum yum peaches she asked it loudly peach peaches bared her fangs and then darted forward and swallowed the entire sandwich in a single bite okay maybe you're right Cassandra said Cass said, slinking against the back, against the stone wall. Your mother loves you very much, whispered Simone. You're very lucky. Thanks, Simone, said Cass, meaning it. She closed her eyes. If Daisy looked over, she would think that Cass had fallen back asleep. Meanwhile, her mind was racing. At least she found her mother. There was some comfort knowing that they were just so close. But how to communicate when Daisy was only 20 feet away? She could try tapping on the wall, but it was so thick she doubted her mother would hear. Besides, she was fairly certain that her mother did not know Morse code. She was awakened from her reverie by the sound of the tapping. Not only on the wall next to her, but on the iron bars in front of her. It was Aquisitol, the green bird who'd proven so helpful in locating the chocolate plantation. He was perched on the edge of the cement slab, tapping at the end of the bar. Simone held out a small, broken piece of chocolate. The bird pecked it away. You are going to get very fat, my friend, said Simone to the bird. She turned to Cass, explaining, Now because I am here and your mom is here, he thinks he can eat and eat and eat. She spoke softly, so as not to attract any attention. You mean my mom feeds him too? Yes, he flies back and forth, back and forth. Cass thought about this for a minute, then glanced over at Daisy. Luckily, she was still sitting on the bench, stroking her green mamba. Hey, do you have a pencil? Simon Simone looked confused. Cass picked up a piece of paper on the floor and memed writing on it. Simon smiled. Ah, oh, yes, for writing. Sorry, I have nothing. Wait, maybe this? She handed Cass a small lump of chocolate. Don't worry. It's the old chocolate, not the kind that makes you dream. I'm not worried. I'm not going to eat it. Just in case. Mm, she's going to use it to write a note. Using the chocolate as a crayon, Cass wrote a note to her mother as quickly as possible. She was trying to finish before the chocolate melted in her hand. Dear mom, sorry about what I said. You are my real mom and always will be. I love you. Love, Cass. P.S. Simone gave me this chocolate after you write back. After you write back, give the bird the rest of it and hopefully he will bring the note back. After she finished writing the note, she rolled up the rolled up on a piece of paper in the newspaper in the newspaper and placed it in front of the bird. She was afraid that the bird wouldn't take the note since she had no more chocolate to offer, but the bird took pity or perhaps hoped there would be more chocolate to come. He readily gripped the scroll, flapping his wings. About five minutes later, the quizzital landed in front of cage Cass's cage with a flutter of the wings. He seemed rather proud of himself. In his claws, he clutched a roll of newspaper. Again, to make sure Daisy wasn't watching, Cass reached through the bars and took the newspaper. Turning so that she wouldn't be visible from the outside, she unfurled the paper. It was ripped and smudged, and from from the looks of it, nibbled by the chocolate loving bird, but she could read most of it. Cass, did you come to save me? That was very foolish, but typical of you. You are my hero. 
I'm the one who should apologize. I should have, I should have something. Listen to you about Hugo. If we don't get out of here, I want you to know how much I love you. You are the only thing I care about in the world. Love, Mom. After reading the note three times, Cass folded it carefully, her eyes teary. Her mother didn't hate her, even after the terrible thing Cass had said. Her mother thought that she was a hero. Cass didn't feel like much of a hero. She couldn't get over the fact that it was her fault that her mother was here, but her heroism was something to aspire to to anyways. Obviously, the heroic thing at this moment would be to stage a daring escape and then rescue her mom. But how could she do that with Daisy and her mom guarding the, the zoo jail? As Cass contemplating the conundrum, she heard a blood-curdling cry. It sounded oddly like... No, chapter 31, 31 continues on page 319. But it still wants you to to read this one. All right, we're going to go to chapter 32, 33, part 2.